You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. All right, good morning, church. Good morning, family. I think it's okay to say Merry Christmas, right? We're going to wait till the end of, uh, you know, today's service when the band then does their closing and we'll shout Merry Christmas. But I think it's okay to wish someone Merry Christmas. Someone seated beside you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, and tell them it's lovely to be sitting beside them in church today. Awesome. Can we stretch it a bit and just tell them I love you? Yeah? I love you. Absolutely, I love you. Awesome. And let's celebrate everyone who's joining us online from different parts of the world. We love you guys. Thank you for being in church today. We know you could be streaming any other church service right now, but we thank God, we celebrate you that you're here. All right, so, I mean, this is one of the favorite seasons of a lot of people. If you don't like Christmas, show of hands, because I'm not even going to ask if you like, if you enjoy Christmas season. But if you're here and you're like, nah, nobody. They didn't come to church today. They're not in service. All right, so a few questions. When you think about Christmas, yeah? Um, what is the most exciting part of the season for you? Jollof rice. Firewood jollof, yeah? Chicken, staying at home, fireworks, okay? Yes? Family, new beginnings. Mm, I love it. Yeah, someone said something like. Okay, guys, for real, I heard something that sounded like Shayo and I was not sure. Honestly, as I said, someone said something. Okay, so new year resolutions. My ears are hearing pure, <laughs> just good reports, pure things. All right, okay. Thank you so much. Um, for me, part of Christmas season is the part I get to sleep. Yeah, and I'm being very real here. Just sleep. I can sleep. Like, if it's just one day, because it's not the easiest of um, seasons. If you have, if you're a parent with little kids, yeah? They want to go everywhere. You have already received PowerPoint presentation of the lists, uh, the Christmas gifts that they want, yeah? And then they want to visit everybody. They want to travel. So it's usually a, a, a period where you're working quite a bit. But for me this year, I'm sleeping. Amen? Yes. All right, so what is, what is the nicest gift you have received? Ever? Dollars? Yeah? Nothing. Ah, we have to fix that this year. Girl, we got to fix it. Yes, anybody? Nicest gift? A car? A friend. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> a bag. Okay. What else? Life. Aha, uh -huh. you know the, the deeply spiritual people. Don't tell me Jesus. Don't tell me. We have all received the gift of Jesus. So don't tell me Jesus. And don't tell me the Holy Spirit. So what, what is the nicest gift you received? Demilade, what's the nicest gift you've received? Money. Okay. It's interesting. All right, what is the nicest gift you have given? Nothing. Love. 
pamper. Pray. That's our pastor in charge of prayer. Money, yes. Hampers, yes. Gift. What, what, what else? What else? Somebody said nothing. Yeah? Time. Your time. Kindness. Oh, thanks to the Lord. Okay. Okay. Food. You're giving food. Okay. Nobody has given house yet. Not yet. Coming soon. Cars. Coming soon. iPhone. Anybody plans to give out an iPhone 13 this year? <laughs> it's not confession. If you have not bought it already, Christmas Day is just how many days away, so it's not a faith project. You either want to give it or you're not. Okay, so I think I have one last question here. Okay, we're done with the questions, actually. All right, I'm just bringing it all together. And today we're not, I'm not preaching it. Um, for too long. I'm going to be out of your faces. May God forgive you. But even I don't want to preach for too long today because I am here to worship God. Do I have people on this, on this table with me? Hallelujah. Yes. And it's very simple. I know that the lives that are very existent requires us to reflect and to be thankful always. In fact, the kind of life we should plan to live in 2022 is a life of gratitude, a life where we're consistently reflecting. Some of us need to get gratitude journals, yeah? Where you're deliberate before you go to bed to think about your day and find one thing, just one thing that you're grateful to God about. So today, that's what we're going to be doing. We will continue in worship. We will continue in praise. Thank you so much, Reme, for you know, that beautiful baby Jesus experience. But it sort of sums up everything that I want to say about the gifts of Jesus. The truth is, God in his almightiness, yeah? God in his majesty had to part with some, someone very precious to him. Had to take a portion of himself, gift-wrapped it, Put it in a box. Now, that's not in the scripture. That's just me helping you understand that a bit. Because this season, we're looking to giving gifts. We're looking to receiving gifts. But I need for us to not let the importance of this season be lost on us. Because there is a way we can party, you know, dirty December. May your December be clean, no? Oh. It needs to be clean, guys. Very important. If you were part of the three-day fast, I mean, we have, we have stepped into newness. And we're going to be fasting again in January. Amen? Yes, and this time around is for 21 days. Yes, and we're not doing it. We're, we're not doing it because we want to check a box. A spiritual muscle and energy we're building for the year ahead. So, but if you were part of that, there were so many, uh, the, the prayer direction, just speaking newness, prophesying newness, into our lives and into our very existence. You need to re remember that, look, the work that God did is significant. It is important. So God created us 
sin came into the picture, separated us from him, and God, before sin came, had already made provision. Scripture speaks about the Lamb of God that existed before the foundations of the world. It was that same Lamb that came in human form. It was that same Lamb that went to the cross for you and I so that we can be seated in his presence, so that we can have the kind of life that he has designed for us to live. The scriptures that we're going to be reading, Demilady already read to us, you know, while leading worship. But can we turn our Bibles quickly to Isaiah chapter 9? The book of Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. And I want to read the Passion Translation. It says, a child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called the Wonderful One, the Extraordinary Strategist, the Mighty God, the Father of Eternity, the Prince of Peace. Vast is his dominion. He will bring immeasurable peace and prosperity. He will rule on David's throne and over David's kingdom. We see how Jesus' portfolio was already defined even before he came, before he showed up on the scene. And my work this morning is very simple. In addition to reminding you that gratitude for the work that God did, for that precious gift he gave, is extremely important. It's also also to remind you that the gift of Jesus was to reconcile you to God. The gift of Jesus was to ensure your righteousness because by yourself and your works, you cannot live right. You cannot be right. God cannot visualize you as being in right standing with him. And so Jesus had to be born for that to happen. The second thing is that the gift of Jesus is for your peace. He's described here as the Prince of Peace. So if you're currently living a tumultuous life, if you're currently worried and anxious and in doubt and you are all over the place, the gift of Jesus is for your peace. The gift of Jesus is for your peace. Can someone say that? The gift of Jesus is for my peace. Jesus is my peace. Jesus is my agenda. Jesus is my focus. Jesus is my priority. The gift of Jesus is for your joy. Scripture says that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is not unto eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. The gift of Jesus is for your joy. That the life that you live, no matter what comes your way, just knowing and being able to rest in the knowledge that He already won the victory for you. You see, because when he came, he did not remain as a baby. Otherwise, we would have been in trouble. He grew. He spent just what? How many years did Jesus live here on earth? 33 years. At the age of 30, he was fully launched into his ministry. But he did, it was three years of impact, and he went to the cross so that you and I can be everything that God has created us to be. And so as you live here today, you need to always say to yourself, when that challenge comes your way, when life throws balls, curve balls at you, when 
you get a funny report, whatever it is, you need to say, thank you, Jesus, because you are my peace. You are my joy. Nothing is permitted to steal and to tamper with your joy. Absolutely nothing. Nothing is permitted to worry and disturb you. It doesn't mean things won't come at you. But it is your response to the situation that matters the most. And you see, the one, the person that is one with Christ is able to handle whatever situation better than the one that just has a head knowledge. And so today, my final encouragement as I step away is, look, some of us, imagine that God gift-wrapped Jesus, yeah? Very shiny, beautiful Christmas. Just think about if you've bought a Christmas gift, yeah? You want to give someone and you have taken out the paint to wrap it up. Think about that. Some of us have not even loosened that gift. We've not, we've received, you know, we've, 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 we're looking at the gift in front of us, but we have not loosened it. We've not unpacked it. Some of us are still trying to peel off the, the Christmas wrapping. But today, can I encourage you to fully unwrap that gift of Jesus? Because he's yours. In fact, just preparing for this, I'm reminded of a, a, a movie I saw with my daughters. A little girl, five-year-old, who had the gift of dreaming. God communicates with her. And she had been dreaming about a strange man who was very sad. And she was telling her parents that I had a dream, there is a man, he's somewhere, he's very sad. In fact, she drilled the man. And her parents kept saying, look, you must be making things up. But eventually she falls ill and she's admitted into the hospital where this man apparently was a, a criminal who had also been, um, he was ill, his kidneys had failed. And so he had been brought to that hospital for treatment as well and their packs meet. And this girl would, at night, when her parents are sleeping, would be strengthened, because she had pneumonia. She'll be strengthened enough to get up from, and I, and I know it's a movie, yeah? But she'll be strengthened to get up from her bed, and she will go to this man's room. And she taught him to read the Bible. She taught him to pray. The man had lost his family because he was uh, in, um, he was given a life sentence because of what he did. So his wife and his daughter had been separated from, from him for over 20 years. But the little girl just asked him, what do you want? And he said he would love to be reconciled to his family, with his family. He would love not to die, you know. He would love a second chance. And she just said, put your hands together. And she prayed a very innocent prayer. You know, and I, just watching that movie with my girls, I'm reminded of when Jesus would say, look, we need to be like little children. In our faith walk, we need to be like little children. Some of us have become uncles and aunties of the Holy Spirit. And in 2022, you need to fix that. We need to not lose the wonder of knowing Jesus, the wonder of being loved by him, the wonder of coming into, you know, the fullness of who he is and all that he embodies. It is so important. But back to this story. This little girl would lead the man to pray a very simple prayer, and they would both agree that Jesus should help him bring his family back. This girl, was, her health was failing, and which is another thing, because my daughter, my older daughter, wept like a baby. I mean, she's, she's young, but she bawled her eyes out when this girl died at the end of the movie. She could not understand it, and that got me in trouble, because I didn't have to be explaining the sovereignty of God and how that, well, yeah, these things happen. Because she couldn't understand how God would use someone, and at the end of the day, 
the girl gave her kidneys. That was her wish. She donated her kidneys to this man, gave him a second chance. Now I'm speaking to you about someone who knew no sin. Someone who was perfect through and through. Someone who was complete. Who took your place? Who took my place on that cross? But before then, he had to come. He had to go through the world. He had to set an example for us that, look, this world, these things that you guys are feeling, we don't have a high priest that is not touched by the feelings of our infirmity, guys. He has walked these paths. And so there is nothing that is coming at us that we can't take back to him to ask him for wisdom, for the direction and the grace to be able to thrive. Again, the gift of Jesus is for your righteousness. The gift of Jesus is for your peace. And the gift of Jesus is for your joy. Let us pray. And I want us to just lift up our hands all over the room and everyone who's watching online and just declare, Jesus, you are my agenda. Jesus, you are my peace. And if you're here this morning, you are burdened, you are troubled, can you just cast your cares on him? Cast your cares on the Prince of Peace. He cares for you. He loves you. Whatever it is that is on your heart, as we celebrate his birth in this season, would you ask him to take over? Just take over your life. Would you cast your worries on him? He's well able to handle them. Would you ask that his peace would fill your heart? It will saturate your life. Scripture refers to, the, to him as the peace, our peace. And also refers to the kind of peace that we have when we are in him. It is the peace that passes human understanding. It is the kind of peace that the world cannot understand. It is the kind of peace that even baffles you. So is someone asking for peace today? Is someone asking for the oil of joy to flow in their lives? Scripture says that with joy you will draw from the wells of salvation. Would you decree joy over your life? Decree joy in the name of Jesus. That Jesus, as we celebrate you in this season, our lives are filled with your joy. Nothing is permitted to steal our joy. Nothing is permitted to steal our hope and our faith and our trust in you. Nothing is permitted to touch us because we are in you. In you we live, move, and have our existence. Father, we give you all thanks and praise. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. And I want to quickly give someone an opportunity here today. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. If you are that place where you haven't even accepted the gift box, not to talk of unwrapping it. If you are in the room here and you don't even understand who Jesus is, that story I told earlier about the little girl, you know, the man would say to her, she would say to him, look, I drew a picture of you and Jesus. And he would say to her, I don't believe in Jesus. And the man, she would respond to him, Jesus believes in you. I want to say to you, Jesus believes in you. And not only does he believe in you, he loves you. You are worth his life. He came for you. So don't let this opportunity pass you by. If you are that person who needs to reconcile with him, we will give you the privacy of the moment. But may I ask that you just lift your hand up. Would you please lift your hand so that our ushers can identify you and we want to just put a card in your hand so that we can, you know, journey with you, provide resources to help you in this. If you're online as well, can you please indicate in the chat room that you're giving your heart to Jesus so our ministers online can engage with you as well. All right, all across the room then, let us make this declaration and help someone here. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. 
I acknowledge that I need you. I receive the gift of your love. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and make my life brand new. Help me walk with you. Help me do life with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for everyone who said that prayer, everyone who's rededicating their hearts to you, everyone who's giving their hearts to you, who's never accepted you before. We ask, Father, that you would preserve these ones. Help them live for you. Guide them. Provide them with the right support systems that they need to be able to thrive. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Do you want to celebrate Jesus and put your hands together? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.